This is a very special episode of Chattel Fixtures PI Real Estate Podcast. When I found out that Kelly Lance was joining forces with Chris and Catherine Fournier and the We Know PEI team at Remax Charlottetown, I felt this surge of excitement. I was inspired and excited to see these forces combine and to be able to watch it so closely with my daily interactions with Catherine and Chris. But beyond my personal excitement, it is surely one of the big moves of 2023 in the PEI real estate business. Your average Islander may not know what a big deal this is in the real estate world, but within this community, it is huge knowing that some of the biggest players in the industry are joining forces. I think the questions on many of the other realtors on PEI in mind is what's what happens next? What are the combined forces of Chris Fournier team and Kelly Lance going to do to change the real estate landscape on PEI? Welcome, Chris, Catherine, and Kelly. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I mean, right off the bat, I know there are many questions that I, I get just talking to other realtors and stuff about what's going on and why this happened. And the biggest one is what prompted the move? Maybe I'll start with you, Kelly. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't an easy decision and it wasn't um, a quick decision. So um, it kind of just grew organically. Um, I've done business with Chris and Catherine many times over the years and every exchange has always been excellent and I really like the way they work. Mm -hmm. So I was at Century 21 for 15 years, which mm -hmm. is a long time to be anywhere. Mm. And um, just like within my family, my youngest is graduating high school this year. And so my duties as far as like, you know, sports teams and volunteering and all that stuff, I'm going to have a lot of free time next year. So I feel like I want to ramp things up mm. in my business. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I was doing a deal with Chris this year and um, I just got to thinking I really like working with these guys. I like mm -hmm. working with Shannon. Yes. Um, anyway, so we had a few conversations in person, and then we just decided to go for it. Oh, that's great. You mentioned Shannon, and maybe now's a good time to, to mention it. So uh, Shannon is also on the team, not here presently. Uh, can you mention what Shannon's role is? I mean, we'll get to you guys in a second. But. <laughs> well, uh, as you know, before this podcast started, Catherine just got a call from the school that uh, the little fella has a sore belly. So Shannon's now going to get him <laughs> right, at the school. Yeah. So poor Shannon, you never know what she's going to do. In many, the hats. many hats. Many hats in the run of a day. <laughs> yeah, uh, It's yeah. turned into a weekend little project that she works for us as well to help organize that business. And uh, she she's great. She's been with us, been with me forever since I started real estate. Mm -hmm. Um followed her and her children, you know, for the last eight years in sports and everything else. And, and it's, it's a good fit for us. It's like Kelly and, and myself and Catherine. It's, Shannon's a good fit because if she has to go to a hockey tournament, she works from her phone for a day, right? Yeah. Uh, if we need her at, in an evening, she's there, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it's just a good fit. Uh, mm -hmm. It's great to have a full-time assistant that everything gets answered promptly. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, 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 uh, it, it just, it, we, we all gel, which is great. Yeah, I bumped into her yesterday in the office and right off the bat, she's like, okay, make sure you ask them about the new website. <laughs> and she was just super on it. And the new branding as well. Yeah. She mentioned specifically yes. the little yes. house yes. in the brand. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we can come around to all that. But good, yeah. getting back to this, uh, what prompted the move, um, uh, I guess just, you know, heading over to you, Chris and Catherine, you have like one of the biggest real estate teams in Atlanta, Canada. 
um, in terms of the business you're doing, but compared to these other teams, you've just had two realtors. Mm -hmm. While some of these others that I've seen have had a dozen or more on the team. So what made you want to expand? I think it, it just felt right. You know, um, whatever I've done in life, uh, whether it was going back and, and, and rewriting my real estate license, you know, nine years ago and, and going, I, I did write my real estate license when I was 18, but I just felt I was too young to work at it. So I never worked at it. Right. And then right. you get married. And so I've always had that desire to sell properties. Uh, I was the friend that everybody went to when they wanted to buy land, when they wanted to buy an apartment building, when they wanted to buy whatever. So I did all the legwork for all my buddies and friends and, and found their investment properties and everything right. else. So then finally, right. when I was trying to wrap up my construction career, yeah, that's when I said to my wife, I'm going to go back and, and take my license. And uh, it definitely has uh, evolved. Since, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all... I've never dreamt that we would be at the level where we're at now if someone asked me, right. you know, eight, nine years ago. I mean, just getting this right, it was mostly uh, laying ceramic tile that you were doing, right? Uh, yeah, it was, it was construction. Um, okay. we, I did have a flooring business. I did always uh, flip properties, oh, okay. um, buy properties, subdivide, just different things like that. So I always had the real estate interest there, mm -hmm. but I guess to pay the light bill and groceries, it was flooring, you know, that, yeah. that did do a lot of hours a week, and, and we had... Uh, um, it was mainly like an installation company, and I've had guys that worked for me for 15, 16 years. Oh, right. And lucky enough, they continued on with that, so I'm still friends with them today. Oh, nice. Very nice. Um, I mean, now that you're together, working together, like, can you paint a picture of what's next? Like, what is what is this combined forces? What does it mean? Where is it Where is it going? I may start with this. Uh, I, I think it, it's... it's it's just starting to really come together in my mind. You know, uh, we work so well on, on, on showings, different things like that. Like last night, I had a meeting at seven. Catherine was at the soccer field. I was doing a home inspection. Got on the phone to Kelly. Can you come finish this home inspection for me? Mm -hmm. Because I have to be somewhere else. No problem. Mm -hmm. She was there within five minutes, you know, wasn't far from her home. It's to service the clients, mm -hmm. right? So that's our whole goal is to keep everything, everybody happy, service our clients. Mm -hmm. And uh, Friday night we had a listing. Um, I, it was an elderly gentleman. Catherine had a volunteer at the daycare for an hour. Um, I had to take the gentleman for supper. We had a show and request. Kelly did it. Mm -hmm. So it, it just works out uh, that, you know, we just, we fill in for each other mm -hmm. so nothing ever gets missed. Mm -hmm. And two, I think it, you know, him and I, we've always been okay if we take on your listing, you know, we're going to work with you. Well, someone will always show your house. You know, no mm -hmm. one, you're never going to get a call that says, oh, well, nobody can show your house. One of us will. Mm -hmm. Well, now one of the three of us will. And mm -hmm. he likes to go to Florida for a little bit. So then I'm running for the two of us, but now I'll have Kelly to help, which mm -hmm. is, I'm really looking forward to this winter to have Kelly's help. But um, I think it's just more of a, so that there's more life balance. It's hard enough to balance, to balance the real estate and, you know, always train you're always on you always have to answer your phone you always have to be available and it's hard enough to do that but then you throw in you know kids and and everything else into the mix and you need to find that balance but having to be able to throw off on one another it gives mm -hmm. us the ability to better you know this like decipher what our time is going to be spent doing right how about yep. for you kelly i mean yep and i think it will let me um, like I've always been fairly busy and every year I get a little busier, which is good. Mm -hmm. Um, but having Shannon and these guys, mm -hmm. um, like I can, I've never had an admin assistant. I've always done my own stuff. 
-hmm. but um, like it will help me free up my time to be in front of the clients more. So I mm -hmm. do think I can actually increase my business quite a bit with stress reduction. So right. that's the goal. So were you operating as a solo agent that yep. whole time? Yep. Wow. Uh, well, my mother-in-law, uh, Charlotte Lance, she sold real estate when I first started. Okay. So I was with her. She taught me the ropes for about four years. Okay. And then she retired. So, but since then, I've been on my own. On your own. Wow. So no assistant. So you've been handling all the administrative stuff too. Yeah. So now you'll be able to focus in on these other aspects, lean in a little bit harder exactly. on that. Exactly. Yes. And uh, and. And then Shannon can take on some of those duties. Yes, exactly. She already has. Like when I walked into their office, it's the most organized thing. I've, you probably have seen this. Oh yeah. The wall, <laughs> the files. It's so impressive. And and like anywhere you are, I call Shannon. Like, you know what I mean? I'm on the road. Can you help me with this or do this? And I did have that in some degree in my previous job, but yeah. it's just a little extra, a lot extra with Shannon. So it's, yeah, it's very helpful. That, right. So that'd be a big a big thing. And then the collaborative nature. Are you being comfortable working together? Yeah. Wow, yeah. this, is, this is pretty cool to watch. It, it, it is, it is hard, as you know. We all have them clients who fly in. You know, yeah. uh, I had one last Friday uh, from Oakville, and, and you're married to them from ten in the morning till three. So if an amendment has to be done or whatever, you can be on the phone to any of us, and nothing gets missed like that. Shannon goes over the contracts every morning to see what deletions have to be done or whatever, and mm -hmm. um, it, it just works, and it, it just seems to be getting better and more organized mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Pretty cool. It's pretty it is. cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is sort of a. Uh, I mean, I have my answers to this question, but but maybe I'd be curious why Remax Charlottetown. I mean, obviously, this you know, so much of it is is you as the team, but but why maybe why are you with Remax Charlottetown? Why I mean, why Remax Charlottetown? I'm a big Remax person. So I, I did a pile of research when I decided that's just the way I'm wired yeah. uh, when I decided to, to get into real estate and uh, everything just kept leaning me, you know, I kind of, it, it was down to two brokerages when I wrote my license and, and I said that Remax was one of them. And uh, the more you learn about Remax and it's one of the top five franchises in the world, they sell a home you know, every 25 seconds or whatever it is. Uh, I've been to see the power of it. We're in 130 countries or something like that. Uh, the referral business is huge. Just in the last two days, I've gotten two more referrals coming in uh, from, from clients in, in other provinces in Canada. So if you want to, be, to build a strong relocation business, it's easier at Remax for sure because of it's so global, right? Yeah. I have a buddy going to uh, buy a house in Naples, Florida, so I just got a hold of an agent there. Here's your referral. Here's yeah. here's who you should deal with down there. So that's a big part of why I'm at Remax. Also, Mary Jane, she's been tremendous to to us over the years. Mm -hmm. um, I remember writing my license, and she texted me the night before, and uh, and she said, "You got this. You got." You'll ace that test tomorrow morning. And, and I seen the text come in. I looked at it and I'm like, said to my wife, I said, I guess I'm going to Remax because she took, it only took mm. 10 seconds out of Mary Jane's night, but it just shows how much she cares about her people. Yeah. You know, whenever, uh, whenever, you know, you do any kind of dealing with her, it's, your family is her family. And that's important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Anyone want to add anything to that? No, I mean, obviously I went to Remax because he was, he was at Remax. Um, but you know, touching on what he said, when you go to these big conferences and you meet people and you realize how big the name is and how much power is behind the name, um, 
even I had my car wrapped last summer and you know everybody oh yeah you have that like every everybody knew <laughs> that it was mine and that it's you know because it had the big remax balloon on the side so yeah. you know it's just there's a lot of recognition with that so yeah mm -hmm. yeah most trusted brand in real estate in canada for the last 14 years i think that has to mean something i think the number one reason someone chooses a realtor is trust so yeah that's got to count for something um Kelly, anything you want to add? I mean, you were mainly joining the team, but yeah. how, how are you adjusting to Remax so far? Do you have any comments about the brand or anything like that? Yeah, no, um, everything Chris said, I agree. And I hadn't looked into it in great detail. Like, obviously, I was, uh, my decision was based on these guys and Mary Jane, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so the brand was kind of secondary to me at first. I was more interested in working with these guys mm -hmm. and Mary Jane, because I've done lots of deals with her in the past where we've crossed paths and we've had to, and never once have ever had a problem. Mm -hmm. with her she's so good and loyal and ethical which mm -hmm. i love mm -hmm. and but since then like chris and mary jane have given me lots of like the remax information and the platforms and everything and it's really really good and i'm super impressed yeah good good so. yeah yeah i uh i mean i'm still super new to this game in so many ways and uh i remember when i discovered remax it was like at first it was it was actually greg rivardi was on the podcast mm -hmm. like you really should think about Remax and I, I started going down the like the rabbit hole online <laughs> I started and then the more I learned the more I was like whoa and then I met MJ and it was like okay this is a person that I can work with and um and I remember I had this it was like an epiphany hitting me kind of like whoa okay Remax anyway People in the audience, this may not be as relevant to them, no. but I'm sorry, but it means, it means a lot to me. You don't realize it until you get to a big event as well. And, and I hope everyone at our office gets to go to an R4 in Vegas at some time, you know, mm -hmm. um, to be in a room with 10,000 Remax agents and they just bring Bon Jovi in just to sing for us, right? Yeah. That's how global and big this, this mm -hmm. uh, brand is. And, you know, not right. that that would matter to anyone selling their home, but it certainly keeps your agents happy and trained and, and uh, you know, on top of the market. Yeah. On top of everything all the time from advertising. Yeah, and I do find that it like even just like the whole business structure and everything, it attracts people that are serious about it and kind of repels people that are like in terms of realtors. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's not the best place to be if you're not that serious if about you're your not work. A, it, like, yeah, I find most up. people are doing it there full time. And, and it has to work for you. You know, yeah. some whatever works for you is a, yeah. the best thing for everybody. Remax works for us. Yeah, exactly. Lots of great brokerages on PI, that's for sure. I mean, Okay, get more into the meat of it though. Like, how how do you do it? And I mean this for all three of you because the how busy you are, but not busy isn't the right word because you don't. I see you around. You don't seem busy. You're some of the hardest per, pe, working people I've ever met, but somehow you always have time to be present. I'm just get, coming to know you, Kelly, but um, but you always seem to have time to answer questions and stay on top of things and respond to things quickly, yet there's just so much going on. Um, I'm sure each of you manage this differently, but how how the heck? <laughs> like, how, does this, how is this possible? Uh, yeah. Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon keeps us all organized. <laughs> no, but I mean, you, you, like for you, Kelly, you had, you know, a really big business working as a, as a solo realtor. I mean, how? I mean, it's such a big question. I know, but like, how do you keep it organized? How do you, how do you keep your all these clients happy? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's a full time job, but yeah. like honestly, I found over the years, 
um, I was like busier when I first started because I didn't know what I was doing as much. So right. I was not as organized now. And I just feel like now, like all of my deals, not, not all, um, usually fairly smooth. Mm-hmm. And I know Chris and I and Catherine all agree that we like our deals with no drama. So mm-hmm. I try and see what might be an issue before it happens, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always things that come up as a surprise every single time. But after so many years, you kind of know how to resolve the problem before it gets to be something major. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I am not, I, I could be busier. That's mm-hmm. why I'm here, because I want to be busy. Absolutely. Right. I, I agree with Kelly. It's to be proactive. I know we just done a, a three-chain deal with, with Kelly on the first link of the chain there just not that long ago. Right. So it's like, okay, home inspections. When are you going to do your walkthrough? Make sure oil tanks are filled because we had three homes closing in one day, right? right. So, so, and she was the first link. So I had to, we had to make sure she was ready with her people to do the walkthrough. And then the second people, I made sure they had their walkthrough done at eight in the morning. So then their money was at the lawyer to close. And then we, we'd done the third link of the chain late in the afternoon, but right. it, it's just being proactive. You just have to know what's, what's coming tomorrow, what's coming the next week. And okay, did we get all this done or all the pieces of the puzzle in place? And like Kelly says, most of the time, it, it's good. You, you deal with the unknown that day, but you yeah. know, as long as everyone knows, house has to be cleaned, oil tanks filled, you know, deposits have to be picked up early. Right? Yeah, you can get it down to a pretty good system, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of know what to expect and stuff. So that makes, like, I know when I first started, I felt a little more frenzy all the time. And I don't know if, like, I think, honestly, texting has taken a little bit of the edge off. My phone doesn't ring as much, but mm-hmm. I'll get lots of texts all the time. But I find that an easier way to com- communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Like back before, you know, this is like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I was on the phone a lot more. But now, you know, I can just answer questions and then get on the phone when you need to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anything else anyone wants to add to that? Because I feel like I still don't know the full scene. Okay, <laughs> this, is my, this is what I interpreted as the answer there, which is be really good and focused and, uh, and know the steps through practice of doing a lot um, to be able to kind of efficiently take off the boxes of what needs to get done next. That's how I kind of interpret that. But um, yeah, you, you you were leaning in there, Catherine. Do you have something to add to that? Yeah, just, I mean, it's, it's great to, you know, to have your organization systems and everything like that. But, and when I, I last summer, um, we went and we spoke to the new realtor class. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I kind of harped on was that, you know, you have the support system that you have in place. Um, you know, your, your spouse, like if I have to just go with the drop of the hat, he knows, and he's got the kids and I'm gone, you know, yeah. if something comes up and you have to deal with it right then, or you're in the middle of supper and you have to answer your phone. Well, that's all part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just, you're self-employed. Mm-hmm. You have to, um, you know, we, we plan our, our trips away around when it's going to be busier and when we're going to be available and when, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be around and pick up the slack if I'm not there. And, mm-hmm. and I think as long as you have the systems and the support systems in place and everybody's on the same page, then you're fine. It's obviously a struggle when you have a younger family mm-hmm. um, and little kids. But as long as your spouse or your partner is on board and, you know, mm-hmm. they're okay to take everything over if you have to leave a soccer game or whatever, mm-hmm. then, you know, you go get what you have to get done and then you go go back right so yeah and and that's why it's great now to have the three of us like Catherine had her last baby and within two hours she's in the room (laughs) 
writing contracts for me because we had two different groups in town and she went early and you know, so I'm on the phone between each showing saying, okay, you need to do an offer for this person. And then the nurse comes in like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm writing contracts. You do what you got to do, right? It, it's just right. one of those mm-hmm. things. You do what you got to do in this business, whether it, we've gone and cleaned fridges, we've gone mm-hmm. and swept garages. Uh, whatever you need to get to that closing line that day, you do. And poor Shannon went and spent days at my house with the baby while I had to work, you know, because no maternity leave for self-employed, right? So you do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like in dealing um, uh, with you two, and again, we haven't dealt with each other much yet, but but it's usually if I send you a text, it's kind of like text goes, oh, text is back. Mm -hmm. It's And I heard you say this before, it's a now business. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you don't leave a lot on the back burner waiting to be dealt with. We can't. No. Yeah. And clients don't like that either. Like I just sold a house and it was an elderly lady and she said, I just appreciate how quickly you got back to me every time I had a question. It's like, well, that's my job, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a problem in a lot of different places, especially now. Mm-hmm. You know yourself, if you're calling somewhere, mm-hmm. you need something, you need help, people get frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. So I know all three of us, like if someone asks me a question, I'm going to answer your question right away. Mm-hmm. And you have to know your client, right? We had a gentleman last week. We had to take him out of the house during showings. Just took him out for breakfast or, or dinner or supper. And uh, while we had groups of showings, you know, because he was older. And, and uh, you know, know your client and, and know what their needs are. Like, there's no way we could keep texting that gentleman for showings. You know, it was a phone call, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you, it's to know your client and know your, you know, just to make make the process as comfortable and easy for them as possible. That's all our goal, right? You know, mm-hmm. we left Sunday night, uh, that particular gentleman, mm-hmm. and we took all the garbage out of his out of his garage and carried it to the street for him, just so he wouldn't have to do it for garbage day. On I Monday. fixed his phone, his computer when I was there too. You do, you just <laughs> right. You know, it's it, it's more about people, right? Yeah. It's not about that check at the end of the day. It's a it's a big decision when people decide to sell and move and. And, you know, it's, it's uh, they uproot their lives to move in different provinces, different places, whether they're moving here. So we just try to make that process as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, there is this collaborative nature, I find, um, on, on your team, but then also throughout the uh, Remax Charlottetown and throughout the industry in general that I've seen in so many ways. Like I find Catherine, I'm often, I'll, I'll have a question and I'll, and I'll pop it in your office. Catherine, can I ask you another question? And uh, you know, it's you usually are, have a quick answer for me, or or you re, you send me to Chris or to Shannon to get something, <laughs> get some information. Um, but uh, I mean, there's, I mean, technically, there's no reason for you to do that for me. But you just always seem to be very collaborative like that. Where does that come from? Why do you do that? Why is it like that? I think. Well, and I said this. Um, well, to any new agent, I always say this, and I believe I said the same thing to you, is that, you know, I'm always a phone call away, and no no question is a stupid question. I'd sooner you take five minutes of my time and ask me a question than you to make a mistake and have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then it can end up being money out of your pocket, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my first deals, I paid the HST on my own commission because I didn't want to call and ask a question. <laughs> Do you know right. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, if you take the minute, the couple minutes to ask a question, get your answer. And nine times out of ten, any agent in, I mean, at least certainly on the island, you could ask them a question and they'll answer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's it takes the time, but you can prevent mistakes and learn things as you go, too, mm-hmm. right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I never view it as, you know, you're helping your competition or anything. It's like, no, 
just be kind and, and answer someone's questions and help. Like there's no answer. There's no reason not to. Mm -hmm. We seem to be the agents that like listing agents that we have many first time sales have we done with, mm. with new agents, mm. right? Yeah. Um, so you're kind of saying, okay, now walk we need the to counter back or too. whatever. <laughs> and that's, that's great. I love doing that because I was in that, uh, mm. that position one day. Right. Mm. But as far as like Remax, I just feel we're a family. There's no office you couldn't stick your head in at Remax mm -hmm. and someone wouldn't answer a question mm -hmm. on, oh, yeah. on any given day. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's like a little family. Mary Jane has created a great atmosphere there. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, we're all together. And it just at the end of the day, what do you want to do? You want to go see your family, spend time and, and do what's best for you. But um, yeah, Remax office is great. Yeah, great workplace. It really is. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's funny because you'd think like, you know, if, if you, you would think on, on the surface, this would be like MJ would be watching this and be like, oh, yeah, you know, big win. But she'd just be like, OK, yeah. is everybody happy? You know, it's good. <laughs> she, you know? Everyone's happy. She's happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I, I guess this I'm sure you each have your own answers uh, to this. But uh, what made you get into this? Like, what made you want to get into this line of work? Like maybe. Um, Maybe I'll start with you, Kelly. Prior to doing this, you were doing marketing and PR work for DME, right? Like way back, like way you, back. Yeah, yeah I like, think it was 2003. You yeah. stopped there, right? Yeah. So, so what what drove that move? Um, logistics, really. Like that was an amazing job. Um, we sold all the brewing equipment for like the craft brewing, like Gahan, those types of big breweries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at that time, they were they weren't legal in Canada, so it was all across the U.S. Oh, okay. So that was when the craft beer industry really started. And um, so I traveled all the time. Like every month I was like New York, Seattle, everywhere selling, drinking beer. It was the best job I've ever had <laughs> other than real estate. Um, but then I had my children. So that uh, that lifestyle and that career, I couldn't do that anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously with little kids at home, I couldn't travel. So then my mother-in-law, Charlotte, um, she started selling real estate and that was her first job she ever had. And she was, I think, 60 when she got her license. Oh, really? Oh, she was a stay at, I know she was a stay at home mom. So, um, she couldn't do anything on the computer side of things. So she's Kelly, I was on maternity leave. Can you help me do this? Can you help me with my listing? So that's kind of how I started helping her. And then after about a year, uh, being her behind the scenes helper, then I got my license. Okay. So, yeah. And did you, were you full-time right away or did you have a transition period? Um, when I started, my kids were a little bit younger than yours like my youngest was only two mm -hmm. so it was definitely a jungle with the kids so mm -hmm. like i don't know if it was full-time at the time but mm -hmm. you know but you weren't working another job at the time no when you started. no exactly yeah mm -hmm. no i left that other job that i had and then i did go to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how about you chris because i mean you you had this career in the construction business um yeah i i've always loved business you know um as you guys know I'm involved in a couple other businesses as well uh, but yeah I, I love business uh, every day is a new day it's a new situation it's a new problem mm -hmm. and that's what business is right mm -hmm. so that's what I love about this business the mm -hmm. people the stories uh, it just it's it's a great fit for me you know mm -hmm. um, it just suits my personality it suits the way I want to work what you made know? you wait so long between the when you first got licensed and when you got licensed again Children, bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because in that, it sounds like you kind of had an interest in it the whole way. Oh, through. yeah. And I was buying apartment buildings and doing different things in yeah. that whole span of the 30 years in between the two times I wrote my license. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and, and helped all my buddies and that buy different things. But, yeah. Uh, 
you know, it, it was hard, right? You have a couple of kids in university and the bills and, and everything else, and the timing just wasn't right. You yeah. Know? And, I, and it's like when everyone says to me, when should I sell my home? When you're ready. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if it's January. It doesn't matter if it's August. It's when you're ready to sell, right? So yeah. the timing just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but it was when, you know, eight years ago, and we took advantage of it. And luckily, the market just kind of went up then in 16 when I, when I went. That's 15, 16 is when the market really started taking off in Charlotte. You wish it started earlier? Um, I, I don't know if we were ready for it. You know, on, on the island at that point with everything, um, I know they want the population to grow, you know, for uh, another 18,000 people now in the next couple of years. So I, I just hope we have all of a big pieces of the puzzle, all the components with schools and hospitals and everything in place. You mm -hmm. know, I do think we will hit 200,000 before too long. People think the market is crashing sometimes. No, we're just luckily enough, PEI is the only province in Canada that we've still gone up 3% this year, right? Where a mm -hmm. lot of other provinces dropped. So let's ride that wave. And, and if it does drop, you know, then we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it. But right now let's keep the wave going. Yeah. And I want to talk about the market a little bit, but Catherine, how about you? I mean, obviously your dad was in the business. Mm -hmm. Um, what, but what made you want to do it? Because, you know, yeah, I always yeah. had an interest in business. I have a business degree. Um, I grew up watching him, you know, buy and sell things and have rentals and businesses and, mm -hmm. and everything. Um, so I was working in insurance um, and then I was on maternity leave with my son and mm -hmm. he had just gotten licensed and was at Remax said, you know, I think you should, you'd be good at this. Like, just go write your license and see, you know, and just give it mm -hmm. a try. So I did. And then I was going to kind of do a little bit of a trial and then trial never ended. <laughs> so <laughs> here, you are. here I am. Here you are. How many years later? Seven. Seven. Right, so not just pretty much right after you, yeah. you started doing it. So you've yeah. been a team for a long time, like the whole yeah. whole way through. He was not very techy. He couldn't, no. wouldn't even know what a PDF was, no. wouldn't anything. So I was, remember I was pregnant and I was sitting in um, the office, the little narrow office in the hallway with my belly out here trying to put his ads on Kijiji because he didn't know how. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, he's doing now. They're getting better with PDFs and everything and paperwork. He's there. <laughs> I can copy and paste now. We, we keep him oh, in nice. check. <laughs> nice. nice. You still, I, I noticed that you still have your sketchbook. And you... Oh, I, 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 I still have my day timer. Yeah. I will have my day timer as long as my heart's beating. <laughs> um, I'm an ink and, and paper day timer mm -hmm. person because as soon as I get up I, I, or the night before I go to bed, just mm -hmm. part of that being organized, right, um, for walkthroughs and everything, I'll, I always have my day timer. That's nice too because like one of the challenges I have is I'll go into um, – to look at my calendar and it's like, well, I'm on Instagram again. <laughs> you know? so it's the, it it's removes that distraction yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Which is no nice. Instagram in my data. <laughs> yeah, no Instagram in my data. Yeah, whatever that happens, we'll we'll look out. Um so um oh, there's I have so many questions and I know we're not gonna have enough time to get through all this, but uh maybe just like a couple questions about uh we know PEI, the the business um, I mean, there's a couple things and you can kind of take this wherever you want, but there's a big relocation component um, to what you're doing. Um, there is, uh, I know that you work in a lot of new construction. You work with a lot of builders. Kelly, I know that you do a lot of listings in Brighton and a lot of high end listings. Um, and so there's. I mean, this is maybe a multi-part question and you can answer however you want, but maybe you could talk about the We Know PEI business brand, maybe those 
those three different areas or any different areas you want to talk about broad question but if something's jumping into your mind chris i know something's jumping into your mind no probably. just saying mm -hmm. kelly you can start if you yeah so um one like those things that you just said mm -hmm. so if you called us as a vendor and we would go to a listing appointment and you can say what's your area of expertise and we can say first-time buyers young families retirees new construction luxury properties relocation specialists downsizing so that's kind and of be very legitimate exactly in answering and that. we can show yeah. you our history, history with all of these sales mm -hmm. so to me that's a really powerful thing mm -hmm. um and i did tell chris um last summer i think i was driving up to um in a bay fortune to go to the fireworks feast okay. and a couple of times on the way i saw the we know pei signs mm. and i thought i really like that that's so mm. cool and i like that and it just kind of stuck with me mm. so we're gonna just work on that brand and i mean i think we can really focus on that Mm -hmm. it'll be good for the yeah we we're just in the process of also redoing our website and and uh, some marketing ideas and things like that and it's like kelly knows pei chris knows pei catherine knows pei so that's kind of we have some exciting things coming up that we're looking forward to uh going public with and and yeah uh, it's gonna be some exciting times coming ahead yeah oh interesting mm. the new unveils coming <laughs> yeah it's just it's just the polishing touches on what we started and you know you kind of you get into the we know pei and then okay you know but now we've really created nice riders and, and different things like that and, and more of a universal branding kind of across the board exactly for that suits mm -hmm. all of us yeah and yeah so we're we're all pumped about that mm -hmm. yeah cool yeah cool yeah the relocation uh side i find pretty interesting because if you're say dealing with um and i know that you have relationships with a lot of the top realtors mm -hmm. in the country for mm -hmm. sure um and uh and you kind of so you're involved with a lot of um yeah so say if you're if you have these close relationships with all these people in all these different markets these top remax uh agents in all these different places they're sending people down here then you have this this flow of buyers potentially um so then if you have listings you have higher potential of being able to find the right buyers for them. And I can see that all kind of coming together in a really powerful ecosystem. And maybe I'm answering this question for you, but uh, how how does that play into your business? And you're sending people like, so when you sell someone's house here and they're, they're relocating, moving somewhere else, you have a network of people that you work with to make sure that they're kind of set up wherever mm -hmm. they go. Um, is there anything you want to add to that? Or? Once again, it's taking care of your clients. So you're doing that extra step, right? Mm -hmm. So, oh, you're moving to Kelowna. Great. I have a couple of friends that sell real estate in Kelowna. I know they will take care of you. Mm -hmm. I'm in a referral group with them. Uh, we meet every month online um, for our meetings. And then I just was spent uh, three days in, in Vaughan, Ontario with mm -hmm. my Cross Canada referral group. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're coming up with ideas. And the great thing about being in a... In a a regional um, referral group is whatever is working for them in their different markets, right? Mm -hmm. They share, on, and I share what's working in my market, mm -hmm. right? So it's territorial. You know, we we're we're the PEI representatives for these groups, mm -hmm. and uh, it works out really good. You know, so we take their ideas and and I try them here, mm -hmm. and they try you know our ideas, mm -hmm. you know, for marketing and. and advertising and, and how you take care of your clients. So one thing I, I can assure people is when I refer them to someone, they will be taken care of. Yeah. And I see, I, so I had, uh, 
just to, just to bring this idea home of like helping people find a great realtor, even if it isn't you, I had this, um, uh, so these, these buyers and I won't say who they are or anything or even where they're from, or even the name, the name of the brokerage they're working with to sell their place, which they need to sell in order to make the acquisition here. The name itself basically says that it's a discount brokerage. It's named after the that basically. And then um, I was, you know, talking with them and hearing about kind of the their relationship with their realtor, who may be a good realtor, but is a very hands-off kind of situation and I feel them floundering out there and I'm like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like if it was someone from my office who I know who is working with you your situation would be so much better right now and I just mm-hmm. want to be able to just say like go with this person they will help you so much more um, that must be nice and that is something that that makes me aspire to want to kind of develop um, those sorts of relationships in these different places because you can see people having dramatically different results mm-hmm. based on these situations. And maybe flowing off of this actually um, is what makes a good realtor? Because I do sometimes there is this, uh, I would say almost, well, I would say strongly a misconception that everybody's the same. And I really don't find that to be the case, but I don't know if, if you want to talk to what makes a great realtor in a way that someone say choosing between realtors when they're deciding who to list their property or who to who to buy with uh, to help them make a good decision, you know, even if that's not you, even if that's just whoever, um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. What makes a good realtor? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with how you get along with somebody, right? Like your, your personal dynamic, like. You can go on a listing appointment and know right away you guys click. It's all good. And sometimes you don't, and that's fine. Like sometimes people, different personalities work with different people. Mm -hmm. Um, But to be a good realtor, I think you really have to be committed and you have to take care of the client. That's the number one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to look out for them. And, you know, that's why you're there to Mm -hmm. protect their interest and do what's best for them no matter what. Right. And, And when you say committed, I mean, I see some of your listings come up. They look really sharp, right? I mean, like... Um, I've seen you use beautiful staging. I've seen you all all use beautiful staging. Good uh, photos, video. There's like uh, quality, qualitative differences here as well. But to you, that is the that is the point above all of that. That is the point that you want to make of of kind of being attentive to them and understanding them and working and, and caring. Yeah, I, I think for anyone picking a realtor, too, it's a relationship. You know, and, you know, some questions that people never ask, you know, I guess is, you know, does that realtor have a website? You know, Mm -hmm. are they going to come in and take cell phone pictures? Are they going to get a professional photographer to come in? Uh, There's just so many questions, you know, what resources do they have to help that client? So Mm -hmm. I think when people pick a a realtor, um, I think they're very important questions. You know, they should should interview a couple of people and and, uh, feel it's like working at a brokerage. We're comfortable at Remax with MJ, but would I be comfortable at XYZ Realty? I maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, so exactly. it's it's just back to that relationship, and and it's mm, not a bad thing right. if mm. you don't click with the person you interview. You know, we don't take every listing on that we go to if, mm. if the expectation is too great or something. And mm-hmm. and same with probably other people. You know, just if someone else that might suit them, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But you, Catherine, what makes a good realtor in your view? 
I think just, um, I think answering your phone, like just answer your phone and get back to people, you know, you can't, and I, we always talk about instant gratification and, you know, when you, your listings on realtor.ca and an inquiry comes in, well, if you answer them in five hours, like they're not, you know, they've probably moved on. Right. You know, like right. you have a very small window to get back mm. to people and it's, and yeah, as annoying as this, if you're in the middle of Sobeys and something comes in, well, you have to get back to people. You can't, mm -hmm. you know, you can't just not. So you'll park your shopping cart and just yeah. take a minute. Yeah. Because you it have to. It doesn't take long. No. Because, you yeah. know, well, hi, how are you? Absolutely. Are you working with a realtor? If not, I'd be happy to show you the property. What questions do you have? Right? Like right. just getting back to people and answering your phone can make such a difference. Mm -hmm. Because in the run of the day, the amount of times that we hear, you know, oh, oh, wow. Well, thanks for calling me back. Or, oh, wow. Thanks for answering so quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't realize that that's. That's not the normal thing. I wish I knew how many times you get a call and someone says, thank you for answering your phone. You're the fifth person I've tried and you're the first voice I've heard. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so mm. answer your phone. Yeah. Okay. No, there's times you can't, but. Get no. back to people. Though, to get right? back to people. Yeah. 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 I mean, I got to keep a bit of an eye on time here, but a couple sort of market related questions. I mean, a, you know, Bank of Canada just bumped up mm. uh, 25 basis points, you know, quarter of a percent. Um, uh, what do you see happening with the market? What do you see happening with interest rates, say, over the next, over the coming months, say, over the coming years? Um, do you have any opinions about where you think things are going? I was at a, a Remax conference in Quebec City in the fall, and uh, the the CEO for uh, Ben Powell came in from uh, CIBC, and I believe someone from the Bank of Canada. And every prediction is that we've kind of peaked. I know we just went up another little point there in the mm -hmm. state said they're going up as well. But all the predictions is we're going to level off and then kind of come back a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, really, you know, I mean, when my wife and I bought our first house, we were 13 and three quarters, right? Okay, um, yeah. So this must have been the 80s, eh? It, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was in the late 80s. But now, you know, we are at, you know, six and a half, Seven, depending if you're refinancing, you know, depending what product you're taking, but I, I think they will level out. You know, we're still, you have to keep people in line of okay, they're still not that bad compared to the way they were, but they will come down. So keep your mortgage open for you know a year or two, or just lock in for two years, and then mm -hmm. I truly feel it, it it will get better. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that seems like that seems my gut is saying the same thing in terms of where interest rates will go. Have we reached the peak now with this latest one? Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe, um, because there's such a delay to when these uh, when these things come in. And um, that's the thing; they have to keep them up, right, for for a bit, just mm -hmm. to stop inflation. Know, inflation, you know, running away, kinda almost take you into a little recession, and then because if not, this is all for nothing, right? Yeah, if they don't keep them at that point till the end of the year. The way the the guy from uh, CIBC explained it, all the Remax agents, and and. Uh, and what have you been seeing for home prices on PEI? I mean, I see different things and it's I find it hard, like the kind of general market information, sort of hard to assess because you don't know if it's the same types of homes and stuff that are selling. You know, April was the first month that I saw it down a little bit. I, and I don't think I saw the May report yet, but, um, but it was only down a, a very, like 6% or something like that in terms of the average price. But I think um, the May came up yesterday and it's up again. Oh, it's up again. Yeah. Okay. A little bit, so. Um, like I think we all can agree for a couple of listings we both had in the three to four hundred thousand range mm -hmm. in PEI. Many buyers are looking. Mm -hmm. So like the last one I did, I had like twenty eight showings in two days. Mm -hmm. 
and mm-hmm. 10 offers at 350 mm-hmm. and you guys on your Stratford one yeah multiple offers right away mm-hmm. so there are a lot of buyers out there that are still definitely like first-time buyers young people mm-hmm. so yeah. and think, what about for the higher-end listings um it hasn't gone down any they pretty much mm-hmm. stayed level mm-hmm. so those tend to take a little bit longer to sell just because right. there's not as many buyers in that price range but mm-hmm. I don't think it's going down any at all in PEI. I mean, it might level off a little bit. It's, it can't keep going up as, as fast as it did, but I think it's going to mm-hmm. stabilize a little bit. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, when you're dealing with these higher-end listings, say a million-plus um, uh, valued homes on PEI, which I know in Vancouver, Toronto isn't like super high-end, but this that's a big price in PEI. Um, when you're dealing with that, and um, with a lot of, say, you know, we'll say average price house, houses, um, that initial wave of, of buyers can be so important if you're the listing agent um, to try and um, uh, when that's when I feel like right, right when it's listed is right when the interest is highest. So it's really nice to capitalize on that if you can. But knowing that the time on market tends to be longer for higher end listings and probably for new construction too, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But, but can you tell me a little bit about the kind of like the psychology of the buyer in a way? Because there wouldn't necessarily be that same sense of urgency as you would get, say, if you're competing. Like you said, if you've got, you know, 10, 10 people competing over one one property, well, the person's like, well, I better put in an offer or I'm definitely not getting it. Mm-hmm. Versus like, say, if something's been on the market for a few months and you expect it to be so because it's higher end, how do you make sure that for your, for your sellers, you're getting the best offer? Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to just talk about the psychology of that, if that makes sense. Um, I mean, it is a little different for sure. So I guess every situation is different. Um, I've sold a lot in the last couple of years to people relocating from out of province. And so if so you're coming from Ontario or BC, then like a million dollars is not mm-hmm. outrageous to them, right? So mm-hmm. the process is kind of pretty much the same as it would be for a smaller house. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, I think my vendors are usually prepared when we do a listing in that price range. They know it's going to take a little while because the right person has to come along. But mm-hmm. Too much to handle. Okay, right. It is about the prep work, just like Kelly mm-hmm. said. You know, you tell them this is how many sales we've had between a million and one point two in the last mm-hmm. six months. You know, in the, in the Charlottetown area. So, and this is how much we have active right now. So it's preparing them, right? You know, four hundred and under right now definitely seems to be that sweet point. Yeah. Um, for multiple offers again, which is which is kind of nice to see the multiple offers again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, when you have something that's been on the market a little bit longer, though, how do you fend off the, the lowball offers? and How do you kind of retain that kind of strength in pricing? We do different things like, like staging, um, different marketing. Um, you know, you just take a different approach. It depends their level of urgency, too, right? If someone's relocating to wherever and they have to be there by a certain date, you just take different measures, too. To try to get that property marketed right and, right and try to find the right buyer for them at that time right? yeah and i always make sure i have comparables too they say oh your house is at 1.1 million where'd you come up with that price and i'll have a list of this is why this has this has this has this has this neighborhood that's why it's that price right and then the buyers can either offer or not you know what i mean they can, yeah you can easily appraise the value of what you're asking for the house based on comparables Right, so you know this is this is a real price. This isn't just some exactly. inflated thing that right. someone's just slapping on. Right. This is these are examples of other things that have sold exactly. com- comparables. And is that information that you would um, um, say if the buyer wasn't coming through you, but but from a different buyer's agent, you provide to the buyer's agent from time to time? 
Um, I could, yeah. It, mm-hmm. If they, if they asked it, or if, if they, they asked, it, yeah. yeah. And that they, I mean, they would, they would be have access managing to that their too. own yeah. relationships with those people anyway. I think it depends on the experience of the buyer's agent. You yeah, know, Sometimes sure. they're like, where did you come up with this price? Yes. The second dude, and you send them, send you them, know, yeah. the comps, and, and then they're like, yeah, you're right. Here's yeah. What this is. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, and then, I mean, this is, we're kind of covering this a bit already, but uh, just to ask specifically for you, Kelly, why do you think it is that people trust you with higher end listings? Um, well, I said to Mary Jane when I started working there that like probably 70% of my listings are within walking distance of my house. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely you know, like your local person who people recognize. Mm-hmm. So it's my community, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those houses that I sell there are people that my mother-in-law and father-in-law grew up, raised their family there. Mm-hmm. So in the Brighton area specifically, I think that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people know I live there. I've raised my kids there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the other ones I know, it definitely has down to like how I package my listings. People, mm-hmm. I can show them my listings and they're always staged and professional. So it mm-hmm. gives people a comfort. If you look at what I've sold in the past, like I do have a history of that. So mm-hmm. I think that experience is a comfortable thing for people too. Mm-hmm. Right. Wonderful. And why, why do you think builders choose you, Chris? Uh, I think it's, it's my old comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. You know, cause I, I was on construction sites for 30 years. So yeah. uh, I understand the whole process, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm also on, planning with the city. So I understand, you know, you need to get a, a drainage uh, plan. You need to get building permits. You need to get this. You need to get that before you even can start a, a build, right? Right. So I do understand the whole process. I understand uh, everything. You know, if somebody builds a semi, well, we have to have a party wall agreement at the end. We have to have occupancy permits. We have to have, you know, final drainage plans. So mm-hmm. I, it's just a comfort zone for me. I know a lot of people in that industry, mm-hmm. and I think they put their faith in me that I do know that, mm-hmm. um, and I'll help them through, you know, yeah. the whole process of, of that and holdbacks. Of course, this time of year we're closing stuff, and there's still no pavement, still no lawns, right? So right. it's it's just a little bit of everything from holdbacks, and to even make your your buyers feel comfortable. Okay, we are going to keep three thousand dollars at the lawyer still. The lawn goes in. We're going to keep five thousand dollars till the paving goes down, right? Right. So it's just, it's just once again gelling and working with people. So say if you got somebody who buys like a nice lot, say mm-hmm. in East Royalty, and they have, you know, kind of enough, you know, budget this construction company to build one place right now. Uh, this may be too broad a question, but what kind of like trends do you see in and and what do you let's say if somebody called you today, one of your clients, one of your builders, and said. I, what do you think I should build right now? Do you have an answer for that? Uh, semis have been very hot in the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know, as prices have been escalating, uh, semis are very hot. Even some people that were moving here and they just didn't find the right home for them. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't you think about grabbing a semi, right? Mm-hmm. Just living there for a year and then keep it for an investment, you know, in your portfolio mm-hmm. and rent it out down the road or anything like that. So I've I give people options. You know, mm-hmm. yesterday I showed a big home, um, wasn't quite the fit for them, and believe it or not, we went from a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar home to a three ninety nine brand new semi, mm-hmm. uh, and just to give them another option because there was nothing else they looked for in, mm-hmm. in a big home right now to to suit their needs. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you know, we didn't even think of this. Mm-hmm. So that'll allow them to come to PEI for the summer, get a taste of the summer, and uh, mm-hmm. we can look at homes after they, they, they move here. They have rentals in Ontario, so like they said, why wouldn't we have a rental here too? Mm-hmm. You know, So you just have to give people options.
Right, right. So, so a semi, potentially. What about like, uh, I mean, in terms of like decor and, and things like that, that's kind of always changing. And, and the, you know, the trends and seems to be the main thing that people are doing is, okay, make it neutral, lots of white, uh, make it, you know, like a blank canvas so the buyer can get in. Is there any kind of like style or, or um, decor or paint or finishing tips that you'd have for anybody? And this could maybe, maybe I'll throw to you, Catherine. Mm -hmm right now when people are asking? Yeah, so I always go with, I mean, Benjamin Moore always does a, a great job when they pick their top paints every year. So, um, you know, something neutral, something light. Is it, Like if you're trying to be trendy and on with what's happening, like it needs to be light, neutral, oaks, warm tones, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, mm -hmm. you just kind of, you see what's, what's more popular. And, you know, if someone walks into something that's light and neutral and, you know, the white cabinets with a nice granite countertop and a beautiful white backsplash and, then you see they walk into something and everything, you know, is cohesive and meshed and looks good. Then like, wow, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you yeah. do. I do definitely notice that with like fixtures. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you know. Actually, we were in one place together, and you're like, oh, it'd be nice if these, uh, these, you know, boob lights or whatever were. Boob lights. Yeah, You're like, these are so easy to swap out, but yeah. whatever. You know, but, but people can see through that. Yeah. Again. That's another thing. Like we talked about the other day, you have to give your clients those options. Like if. If they're so focused on those light fixtures, you know what? A thousand dollars will change this puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I want to ask so many more questions, but I feel like we should uh, we should near uh, we should wrap up soon here. But um, oh, there's so many things to ask. But um, oh, one more, one more. Just for, this is just for me. Um, and this may be an impossible thing, but how can a listing agent? How can they increase the demand for a property and potentially can they create or encourage like a buying frenzy? Like if you're working for your seller trying to get the most interest, what can you do? Any answer to that? Um, so like depending on the price point, obviously, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I think you can stage it for sure. We, mm -hmm. uh, we usually do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then... This is kind of like a couple of years ago, there was always that window, you know, showings from Wednesday, Wednesday mm -hmm. to Saturday, look mm -hmm. at offers on Sunday. Mm -hmm. That is coming back a little bit now in that mm -hmm. price point. Mm -hmm. So recently I, I did that and I think you guys have done that mm -hmm. a few times too. So that way you get as many people as you can in through, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, instead of like six Getting months Getting one ago, offer and the other mm -hmm. people are coming three days later and you right. have to make a decision beforehand. Because like six months ago, we would say offers within, leave, tw leave open for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. But I think it is beneficial right now in that price range to leave it open for three or four days, get as many as you can, and then take off. What happens if someone puts in a bully offer in that time period? It's the vendor's choice. Mm -hmm. It's you always have, their choice. You have to let you're, them. You're obligated. You're yeah. obligated to present anything you get. And yeah. like, and that's like the one we had um, last weekend. Well, would you, what if we offer today? I said, well, you're more than welcome, but I don't know what they're going to say. Yeah. I only advise them. We'll present it. We'll see what they say. Mm -hmm is what it is right yeah. but i do know that there's seven showings booked tomorrow so and they know my that, inkling yeah. is that they're probably not going to want to look at anything right so yeah, yeah. you know it, it leaves a bad taste in other realtors mouth. though if mm -hmm. you do say i'm doing showings till friday mm -hmm. yeah and they don't respect that right yeah. like i would hate to do that i mean the offer if, if the seller got an offer that was absolutely he really wanted to take it that's his choice and mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do but mm -hmm. it's preferable not to put it out there as you know under instructions we say you know, offers Sunday night at six o'clock being mm -hmm. presented. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we just had a situation the weekend, it's because then people were driving to Ontario, right? Mm -hmm. So they were not in a position that they could have talked to us before mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. So, but they knew they would be at their location 
you know, with internet and stuff like that on Sunday night. So it worked right. out good. We presented six offers. And, uh, you know, like, like Kelly says, if it's priced right mm -hmm. and you do, you go in, um, just the one we did on the weekend, we went in, they purged, they done mm -hmm. everything that Catherine asked them to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, the house was ready to go. So, you know, and we priced it right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it'll, it'll sell. Right. Anything that we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? I know I actually, I, I kind of wanted to talk about the oyster bed speedway because I find that really interesting, <laughs> but it's, you know, being a real estate podcast, we haven't gotten to it. I know. <laughs> and, and I promised you a certain end time. Uh, also you're, you're, you have a motel as well and there, there'd be things, but broadly speaking, is there anything we didn't talk about that you'd like to bring up? You know, we talked about Shannon, which is great. Uh, I think let's just touch base on Oyster Bed Speedway for a minute. <laughs> yeah, all right. Here we go. Here, let's do it. Not that I'm biased. The only oval track on PI now. Uh, anyway, it, it's another part of my life that I did forever. You know, I've always been a car person. I started racing cars when I was 17, right? So when the opportunity came to buy into it, you know, I do it. It's like 11 Saturday nights of summer. But you... When you become an agent, you go to your circle, right? Yeah. Kelly's circle is Brighton and the kids and stuff like that. Catherine's is now, you know, soccer, Sherwood School, you know, all our kids. Mine is race cars, racing people, car people, construction people, you know. Right. So that's my circle. So that's why we cover so many different mm -hmm. different uh, areas of PEI, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think when you're a realtor, you have to work your circle, right? Mm -hmm. So my circle, I've sold so many properties to race car people to car people to you know i've sold their properties i've they bought properties through me so so that's my circle construction mm -hmm. and and racing so uh it's also my passion so on saturday nights you'll find me out there and there's been nights that we've gotten there and just you me and shane, well, shane and i are there too yeah, the whole team works there we haven't got kelly out there yet but <laughs> right. there, so. <laughs> kelly's like no uh, <laughs> But, you know, you'll get there and a couple offers will come in on a property on a Saturday night. And then you're like, okay, so Catherine, I'll jump in an office, shut the door where it's quiet mm -hmm. and phone the people and go over the offers and, and let them think about it for the night or whatever we have to do. But we have internet, we're connected. So wherever we're at, it's, it doesn't matter if you're in Sobey's parking lot, you know, you talk to your people. And yeah, and uh, so, yeah, so that is a, just a passion I've had and that's turned into a business and, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So the audience out there too, I mean... If you want some entertainment, Oyster Bed Speedway, there's races happening there. So Oysterbedspeedway.com. Dot com. Yeah, check it out for yeah. sure. Uh, anything else anyone wants to bring up? I think so. That's great. No. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? I think we'll let Catherine answer this. She's the young techie person. <laughs> um e I find email or text the most efficient. Now I know you'd say call. Um, but that's just age differences. Um, but yeah, really any, any method we, we answer all methods, Instagram, Facebook, everything. We the know. New, yeah. The new website, new website will be up yeah. soonish, hopefully. Yeah. Is and it, we know PEI.com. It is. Yeah. yeah. There, the old website is there now. So yeah. it's in being redone. behind the scenes yeah. and it's really nice and clean mm -hmm. and that will be really easy to find us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hopefully in the next two weeks, mm -hmm. we think. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So I'll link to that in the show notes and, uh, yeah, in the description and YouTube. So thank you all so much for coming on here. And uh, good luck with We Know PEI. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Thank you. We're ready to go with it. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome. Great.